What is up, everybody? Y'all know the drill. I'm your host, Lauren Lapid, a 22-year-old from the suburbs of Southern California, a recent-ish college graduate, and now a fresh New Yorker trying to adult in this crazy post-college life. You're listening to Rookies in the Real World, and in today's episode on adulting, we are going to be discussing the importance of supporting sustainability and small businesses with Annie Law, founder of Line by Moi and host of the And Why Media podcast. It's Rookies in the Real World, whoa, with Lauren Lapid as your host. It's time for Real Talk on Becoming an Adult. All right, rookie gang, it's me. I look pretty good for a dead bitch. I really want to insert that sound from TikTok because that's how I feel right now. I look pretty good for a dead bitch. So yeah, I'm back. It's currently 10.28 p.m. on Tuesday, September 8th. So literally hours before this episode is supposed to go live, I'm doing this like pre-intro just to address the fact that like, yes, I'm sorry that I wasn't posting last week. And I know I probably sound like dead and exhausted right now because the last week of my life, honestly, the last month of my life has just been really chaotic and tiring and stressful. But the last week in particular with the move was particularly painful and bad and exhausting. And I just really needed to take a break, focus on like being here, moving, dealing with that. And I'm back for episode 23, which is actually crazy because that means that we've been doing this for six months, which is like actually insane to think about. But with it being episode 23, that means the next week is episode 24, which really is six months. And my podcast is going to operate in seasons. So 24 episodes to one season. So after next week's episode, dun, 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 there's going to be a bit of a break because I need time to plan out my next content calendar and to secure really cool guests that you guys have been requesting and to like, you know, like gather all of the questions and answers all of you want to hear. And, you know, I'm human and the last six months have been really crazy between COVID and moving back to New York and moving into a new apartment. So that's where I'm at, guys. I just want to be honest. But when I come back, for season two of Rookies, because I can't believe we've already gone through a season. Like, there's going to be a giveaway. It's going to be big. It's going to be so much fun. We're going to get some cool talent. And that means I'll be back just about in time for my birthday. So that'll be our kickoff for season two next month in October. I just need to take a few weeks, guys, and I really hope you understand and appreciate. Also, in the background, if you hear background noise and hammering, my roommates are in the living room assembling a dresser and watching Veep. So that's what that is. Shout out to Sam and Blau. Hello. But that's where I'm at, guys. Sorry for just the the radio silence. I really needed to take care of myself first and a few other things, but happy to be back. Super excited for this episode with Annie, and I'm just gonna, you know, cut back into the episode I had pre-recorded now that I've explained to you why I am the mess that I am, but this is gonna be a good one. Annie's great. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Back onto my bullshit. Let's go. All right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Rookies in the Real World. I am so excited to have you. Thanks for tuning in. But before we dive into today's content, 
We need to do some housekeeping. If you're loving this podcast, please take a screenshot, share it on your Instagram. Word of mouth is the best way to support indie podcasts like mine. And while you're at it, why don't you give us five stars on Apple Podcasts? Maybe leave us a review. But okay, I'm done with the self-promotion. Let's get into it. Have you ever met someone via the internet? And this is going to sound like so 2020 Gen Z of me, but just like, have you ever met somebody online and been like, holy shit, can we be friends? I'm a firm believer in soulmates of every kind, romantic, friendly, you name it. And I'm a firm believer that today's guests and I were meant to meet. But before I dive into her bio and introduce you to her because she is a boss bitch, I wanted to talk a little bit more first about why today's topic is so important. So this episode is going live September of 2020. We are still living in the midst of a global pandemic and the economic repercussions are so, so heavy and far-reaching. According to the Washington Post, over 100,000 small businesses have already closed forever due to COVID-19. So that is 100,000 families. That is 100,000 legacies. Like These are more than just businesses. This is huge, not just for our economy, but for the communities and the people in them. Small businesses help provide communities with a sense of identity and place. Think of your hometown and its main street or downtown area. I think of places here in New York City in like the East Village or the Upper West Side with tons of small businesses and local cafes, and it has been a goal of mine to buy a coffee every week from a local shop instead of hitting the local Starbucks every day. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm still getting Starbucks, but they will survive without my money. Small businesses, you know, like they would appreciate that support more. And small businesses also oftentimes partake partake in more green, sustainable practices than many of like the bigger businesses or chains in corporate America. And that discussion is something I could rant about for days. So before I lead us down a rabbit hole, I am so honored, so excited, so enthused to introduce you to today's guest, Annie. Hi, Annie. Hi. It's so nice to be on this podcast and thank you for the lovely intro. Oh my gosh, of course. It's I'm about to get into like your actual bio, which is so impressive. It's like actually crazy. But thank you for coming onto the podcast. I'm so excited. Yeah, it's so excited. So let me tell our listeners a little bit about you. So Annie Law is, and I took this from your website. It's so well written. Everybody, I'm gonna be linking her website in the show <laughs> notes, of course, but she's incredible. Annie is a little bit of everything and wants to tap into every part of society on a global scale. She is a native New Yorker, and she is currently a student at the Fashion Institute of Technology, studying marketing and communication. So also, you guys, she's a small business owner, and she's still in college. Like, that is crazy. I (laughs) think about what I was doing my senior year of college, and I just, like, I laugh because Annie is, like, killing it. But... She aspires to be someone people can rely on for help in areas regarding life and career. With her love of psychology, philosophy, design, photography, and much more, she wants to be representative of passionate and creative Asian Americans, and the biggest goal of hers is to tell stories that are untold and unwritten. So whether that be through stories of her own, of others, or through simple creativity. She has a really phenomenal blog and magazine and podcast called And Why Media, and like I mentioned, she is a small business owner. She's the founder of Line by Moi, which is an eco-friendly lifestyle brand. So, Annie, that was a lot. I know I probably just like <laughs> said so much about you, but how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm definitely uh, going through some difficulty, but also I think um, you know it's it's the challenges that make life worth living. So I I am 
I'm great. I, I feel great. What about you? Yay. Yeah, you know, it's been it's been a crazy time, but I feel like that's why I'm so thankful for this podcast because it gives me an, an hour or so of pause every time I record to really just like sit and get to know a person and forget about all the craziness that is happening on the outside world tangentially. So I'm really happy that we get to take this time. Yeah, that's awesome. So um, thank you for having Let's me. Let's get it. Yeah. <laughs> well, before we dive in to the questions I have prepared for you, can you talk to us a little bit about NY Media? Like, what what is it about and why did you start it? So NY Media was originally like a personal blog where I shared just like, you know, skincare tips and just like about my, how I graduated early, how I started a brand. Mm-hmm. So it just gave like tips and advices and just sharing my life's journey uh, to people who yeah. are interested. And I realized like halfway through, cause I started a magazine called NY Magazine as well. Mm-hmm. And I realized that I enjoy like sharing people's stories and I enjoy like taking pictures of them and getting their story and highlighting their experiences and making them feel heard and um, give them a platform to voice their opinions. So I realized that and I started posting people's stories on my personal blog and I was like, you know what, why don't I just combine the two? And now it became like a combination of a magazine podcast and a blog all together underneath one platform for people to share their stories as well as sharing my own stories. So yeah, that is so awesome. And like, I've looked at your website, I've looked through your podcast, like it's all really great content guys. And I will of course be linking everything in the show notes. So after this episode, please go support her business, go follow her on Instagram, go read the stories because it's pretty incredible. So with that, will you give us a little bit of background on Line by Moi? So Line by Moi was a just initiative I wanted to start, um, Last summer, I was thinking about starting a business for a long time, um, and I, and I really like resonated with the sustainable movement that was happening. Yeah, and I decided, you know, I could do something. You know, I think if I do something, if I can start something, then like people will be motivated to change their um, um, lives, whether it's by yeah. buying a little thing like a reusable cutlery set or maybe start their own sustainable business as well. So it's just to kind of set an example and to influence people in a more positive way um, towards the green movement. Totally. I absolutely love that. And I am going to be buying some cutlery from you soon for our (laughs) new apartment, which is so exciting. But like growing up, did you always want to start your own business? Like, was this always something on your mind? Not necessarily, but uh, I think after when I was younger, uh, especially in high school, I interned a lot. And then in college, I also Mm -hmm. interned a lot. And I realized as much as I liked working for someone and uh, I I really liked having my creative vision kind of come to life and have full like control over it. That's what I really like. I mean, I don't mind working for someone, but I love um, getting my creative vision. Yes. (laughs) Um, So that's that's kind of um, where I landed on Line by Moi. Awesome. So of all businesses to start, what, like, what was it about, like, eco-friendly lifestyle that made you feel compelled to start a brand? Like, were you always somebody who was super, like, eco-friendly and, like, had that on your mind when you were buying things? Or, like, was there a moment when you realized, like, oh, like, we should have more of this? Like, what was the catalyst there? So, um, I started eco-friendly like like um 
that route since high school, like senior year of high school. Mm -hmm. So that was like two and a half years ago. I was um I just started noticing that you know fast fashion brands were kind of like toxic so I stopped buying clothes Mm -hmm. for a really long time I think it was like like a year and a half I just kind of stopped buying new clothes everything is just thrifted or from my sister's closet I don't buy new stuff everything is secondhand or um Mm -hmm. donated to me you know so that's amazing that's kind of like the steps I decided to take by myself and I stopped wearing foundation. So I stopped buying beauty products as well. So it's like you stopped giving into like um, yeah. buying a lot of stuff and you just stick to like little bit, little things and um, take take value in those things too and not, I mean, like buy too much and then kind of it loses its value. And I think, I think that's where it gets dangerous and people mm-hmm. consume more than they need. Um, yeah. And then that's ca- kind of like my catalyst for starting Line by Mods to kind of document not only my journey, but to influence others to start theirs um, in, in terms of sustainability. Oh, that is amazing. Like, I think that that is so important. And I mean, the day that we met, you were in like the cutest thrifted dress, I remember. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so that's, that's just like, it's awesome. I don't think a lot of people really understand how much they can get secondhand and how important it is. To not always give in to like the fast fashion trends. I mean, in moving into this new apartment, I'm like 90% of the furniture that we have and everything is all used. Like we're like, there's no point to like buy anything new. Like why not just save something from being tossed out, you know? But let's talk before we dive into just more thoughts on sustainability and small businesses. What what things do you have on the market right now? What are you currently selling at Line by Moi? So we're currently selling uh, these like 100% cotton tees um, that we're kind of considering like taking down, but we're not sure yet. Um, but we are also selling like lifestyle products, like cutlery sets mm-hmm. that you can bring with you. Uh, the reason why they kind of pair better to like, you know, because anyone can bring their own steel, like metal, like all that stuff from home, mm-hmm. like cutlery sets. But the reason why um, this is great is because it's kind of like lighter because it's bamboo. So you can always carry mm-hmm. it. It's a lot lighter. And uh, we also have like like little bags, tote bags, 100% organic cotton and um, bamboo like Q-tips. <laughs> yeah, just like cool. Bamboo anything. And, and, and that's just a better uh, commodity than a lot of like cotton and plastic um, materials. Yeah, single-use plastics are so troubling to me. Yeah. But I think that's so awesome. And the fact that like, you know, like you're still in college, like, you have a million and one other things to focus on and you also have this small business. I think that also just shows not only your drive, but your passion for what you're doing. Like this actually means a lot to you. And I think that's really awesome. Thank you. Now that we've gotten a little bit of a background about you, I wanted to kind of shift the conversation towards sustainability and small businesses, especially given like right now we're in the middle of COVID-19. So has the pandemic impacted business for you at all or do you think it's been okay so far? Uh, no, it definitely impacted um, the business. Uh, when we first started quarantine, I mm-hmm. no one bought anything like for like three months and I you know I kind of understood because I can't shove products down someone's throat especially when a lot of people are struggling financially so I can't yeah. I can't force that you know so I kind of just let it let it go and I was like you know what let's take this time to 
see it more positively and to focus on our brand mm-hmm. and change our branding. Like, what can we do better? How can we um, tell our story better? How can we impact people's lives better? And we just, and then that kind of, um, we executed our plan that we kind of made throughout the past months um, and switched our branding. It used to be like super green focused uh, color wise, and now it's more, you know, orange and like red and just yeah. like very lively and kind of make sustainability look fun you know and that's that's Mm -hmm. that's what we're trying to do and yeah it it definitely impacted us financially but it didn't impact our passion and our mission that's so important I just yeah I feel like it's so it's so scary and like sad thinking about you know like how so many brands are suffering so I'm glad that you guys are okay yeah but I mean before COVID-19 when you first were getting your business started like what was the hardest part I personally have never started a business so I have no experience in this and so I'm super curious like what were those first steps that you had to take when starting Line by Moi so when I first started Line by Moi I guess it's at first is like the vision and like what do I Mm -hmm. want to achieve with the brand because you can't just start something with no mission in mind with no goal in mind yeah because it's gonna lead your like your brand could go in so many different directions if you don't have one that you're kind of set on so yeah I had to figure out the vision first and also you know graphic design the logo and like how do I want to market it how do I Mm -hmm. um, want to kind of position the brand in the market and that's kind of like the first steps um, research marketing and just like totally creating a vision and then then it's just execution and because a lot of people can plan all they want but like if they don't execute it it never really happens you know and it's just going to stay in their head uh so mm-hmm. execution is probably the biggest part in my opinion because once you execute everything kind of gets easier like you just kind of mm-hmm. learn the ropes as you go cuz you can't plan um for the future like not not entirely cuz everything's just going to change um my logo changed like three times. My website changed five times. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So it, it's just you know going with the flow, but the beginning part yeah, is very important. How did you begin sourcing products um, for your shop? So uh, most of our products uh, we definitely order first. Uh, we buy them from a third-party company, so like a wholesaler. And then we kind of like test them out to make sure that they are qualified to be even put on our website. And then we uh, try to make sure that they can last long too. And then we put them on our website and yeah, that's, that's, that's awesome. What do you think like is the overall business value of having a company that is focused on sustainability? Um, sustainability is a, is definitely tricky. Like as much as I say, like, mm-hmm. oh, like we are a eco-friendly lifestyle brand. Uh, being a hundred percent sustainable is very, very difficult. Like, yeah, I feel like that's very rare. Yeah, it's very rare. Like, no one can say, oh, we're a hundred percent sustainable, zero mm-hmm. waste, everything. Like, yeah, that's yeah, no. that's very unrealistic. And I think the business value of being sustainable and like for our business is to kind of push people to change their lifestyles just a little bit at a time because you really can't like, we don't need a lot of people to be a hundred percent sustainable. We just need people to Mm -hmm. um, take that extra measure to change their lifestyles. And then that's where we're going to see bigger change. You know, if more people can do those little like lifestyle changes. 
So I think that's good. And and if every sustain like company kind of instills that sustainable value, it can push a bigger movement and push bigger change. Who do you think, like who would you say is your right now, like most of your consumer base? Um, would you say if it's like they're younger or they're older? Because I'm super curious. I feel like as somebody who's like 22 and like of this generation, I feel like we – Maybe I'm speaking broadly, but like people our age are way more inclined to buy sustainable and like spend more money on things they know will last and things they know come from a more ethical source. Yeah, it, they are definitely younger. They are probably like high school and college. Mm-hmm. But there are other people who, you know, just came out of college to so like the 20s, like the millennials mm-hmm. and also Gen Z. But I have talked to people and I think this is where like the team behind the brand is very important because when you talk to Mm -hmm. people as like a representative of the the brand, you kind of influence people no matter their age, no matter their race, no matter whatever their background they come from. They they will take what you say and then they they will feel like, you know, I I should make those changes too. And then they start following the brand as well. So I have people who are like 40 or 50 or even 60 who have followed my brand who like, like me as a person and they you know, they take the measures to change their lifestyles as well. So like people started buying like edible forks <laughs> and I was like, thank mm-hmm. you for sharing that. And I, maybe we can start selling those too. That's so amazing that you have these, like they're not just customers. Like these are people that are engaged with you that care about the brand and are very, very receptive to what you're saying. And I think that's so important to think about like the impact that you're making. So what do you, what would you say is like the ultimate goal of Line by Moi? Like what do you hope to accomplish through it? So what I hope to accomplish is, I guess in a small, um, in a small scale would be to impact people on a daily basis uh, Mm -hmm. and to kind of change people's lifestyles a little bit at a time. But um, in a big picture vision, I do plan on turning Live by Moi into a uh, retail situation and a, a place cool. where we uh, we work with other artists to create these lifestyle changes and all that stuff. So right now we're working with a fashion designer to make... Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is exciting. Yeah, we're working with a fashion designer. She's one of my friends and we're making, we're using recycled fabrics or just like leftover fabrics. And we're mm-hmm. turning that into like scrunchies and face masks. I will buy a thousand of them. Oh my gosh. You can't see it. I'll show you after this. But on the wall next to me, I have like an entire bag of like scrunchies and scarves. I just absolutely love. Oh so I will gosh. be buying all of those. First customer, you got to let me know when they drop. Yes. But that's awesome. And we are we also so, started making mm-hmm. soaps as well. So we're going to start Ooh. we're gonna start like a beauty section and uh, we also have a subsidiary company called Plants by Ma. So hopefully mm-hmm. Land by Ma becomes a farm to table kind of situation, like chef, like like a like a cafe and like to sell to chefs and restaurants to change their, That's amazing. Change their, you know. Their, 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 that, their habits in buying vegetables. That is awesome. I like really, really have faith in how Lime by Moi is going to grow and develop and impact. I'm a big, I'm a big fan. I think that this is only going to go upwards from here. Like you're incredible. You're doing it all. Like this is actually crazy to me. You're so cool. We're going to move on to some rapid fire takeaways. Don't overthink any questions. Just like what comes to mind first. You ready? Yeah. 
What do you think is the most common misconception about living a sustainable lifestyle? Definitely the the uh, zero waste kind of mentality. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think that goes for a lot of like these extreme mm-hmm. mentalities. For example, when someone says go vegan, it's like very extreme. Like the people who are extreme tend to represent the entire movement. So for, yeah. for zero waste, you know, it is, yes, it is sustainable, but it's not realistic for a lot of, a lot of people. So, and when people yeah. think sustainability, they think zero waste, they think, they think that you need to buy a Tesla. You, they think you need to have like a hundred dollars to buy a reformation dress or, <laughs> or I don't know, just be vegan. And they just like include all this into like being sustainable. It's really not, it's not that at all. It's just about like a more mindful living, like healthy, like mindful, healthy living situation. And it's just whatever can, like whatever is sustainable for you, that will work, you know? For example, mm-hmm. you can't ask someone who doesn't have the money to buy something from Everlane, like only only Everlane. Oh my gosh, you know? I can't even afford Everlane. Yeah, I'm like, I can't afford exactly. Everlane. And sustainability in its like definition is to the, abil- the ability to sustain. Oh, and then that includes finances. That includes like our personal lifestyles. And, Thank like, you. Yeah, and it's that is such a good point. Yeah. So I think a common misconception is that you need to be, I don't know, super wealthy and like have all these things, but you really don't. You just take those necessary steps, you know, bring your forks out instead of getting a fork, you know, so easy and so simple, but people forget. That's such an important perspective shift that I think a lot of people will be really grateful for. So thank you for sharing that. What are ways people can support small businesses? Uh, just just by buying their stuff or sharing them on social media. Yeah, because mm-hmm. for, for like, for example, uh, like a lot of my friends also have small businesses, like they also mm-hmm. started their own brands. And I just decided, you know, I'm just gonna, you know, buy whatever I can with whatever money I, I have. Yeah. And if I don't, then I'll just share the shit out of them, you know? <laughs> yeah, of course. I think people underestimate the power of just share, word of mouth because Here's my thing. If I trust you and I see you using a product on Instagram, I'm probably going to be like, okay, like I could probably use that product because I trust you. And like, you know, like sharing something like that, honestly, I feel like goes further than a lot of people think. And that's such a good point because I know during this pandemic, not everybody has the money to go out and like buy a cup of coffee from like a local shop every week. But if you're sharing their GoFundMe link or you're sharing their post on Instagram, like that's still helping and it's still helpful. Right. Exactly. It's, it's so easy to to, to support a, a brand I feel like it's people always mm-hmm. think that you need the money too but you really don't it's it's emotional support is still support yeah what advice do you have for anyone young like maybe they're still in college their early 20s maybe they're even still in high school and like they're thinking about starting their own business but are nervous and like don't know where to start what advice would you have for that person I think for for them, it's definitely have a good plan, but just execute mm-hmm. it. Just execute it. A lot of my friends who kind of like ask me for advice on how to start something, they always tend to think way too big too. And mm-hmm. they get overwhelmed by these like grand plans of like how to get there. Yeah. And I was like, chill out. Like that's probably going to take like 10, 20 years. You don't even know if you're going to get that yeah. far. Just start it. Oh my gosh. And see if you can even follow through with it. And 
a lot of things take a lot of time. Like you don't you don't earn money in the first year sometimes, you know? So mm-hmm. that's true. Just execute, have a plan, but don't like think smaller. Yes, think big, but think smaller in the short term and just execute that. And then you just keep executing, you know? Yeah. Incremental success. I think that's so important yes. to put into perspective. So what is your pro tip to just begin living a more sustainable lifestyle? To begin making that transition? Mm, I guess if you are a – it depends on who you are and like what you, mm-hmm. what your lifestyle is like. But, you know, if you're a very fashion-focused person, maybe just start buying less. <laughs> That's easy. Mm-hmm. It's it's yeah. not that complicated. But Or you just start thrifting more. You know, you can still be fashionable. Just have to find different ways of being fashionable. Or, mm-hmm. you know, if you – go out to eat a lot then bring a bamboo cutlery set you know yeah it's just no, depends on the lifestyle awesome. i think that you have done a really great job of showing people that it isn't in, in this like big intimidating thing to start just changing some habits to be more sustainable it's not like you're changing your whole life it's yeah like these little things you can do that'll make an impact and i think that's super important for our listeners to understand but i have one final takeaway question okay what do you wish you can tell the person you were when you first embarked on your journey of starting your own business and and why media? That there are going to be haters, uh, lots of haters. People <laughs> suck sometimes. And uh, there is going to be a lot of bump in the roads and things that will constant constantly be out of your control. Mm-hmm. I'm a, a big planner and I I like yes. things to <laughs> I, I like control because. I'm a pretty anxious person. <gasps> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, uh, with the business, I realized that there are so many things that I can't control, like the pandemic. I, I can't control that. It just happened. Yeah. So I had, to, I had to let go a little. And I, I, if I could tell the person when I first started the business, I would be like, you know, Annie, just relax a little, let go a little. Uh, yeah. you, you can't control everything and let things happen on its own. Um, but yeah, that's probably my main thing, I would say. That's such good advice. We all need to remind ourselves to chill out. And I feel like we're very similar in that way. We're both, <laughs> yes, we're both we are. like, we figure this out. And so it's good to just like take a second to pat yourself on the back and chill every now and then. But <laughs> Annie, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to come onto the podcast. I'm so excited. I think this was such like a calm and like uplifting episode. I've had a few chaotic episodes lately just due to the chaos in my <laughs> life. I just feel like I've been I've been giving off chaotic energy and when I'm with you I feel like I'm so much more calm and neutral and it's so nice. But where can our listeners find you? So what drop your podcast handle, what's your Instagram? I'll link everything in the show notes, but just for reference, where can we find you? So for my podcast, it's at NY Media and the blog is also NY as well. You can find it at nymedia.com and you can find the magazine linked in the uh, the blog as well. Uh, Instagram is AnnieXJL. So that's my personal Instagram account. And mm-hmm. yeah, that's... Oh, and linebymoi.com. Yes, I will <laughs> literally be linking everything and I promise you I'm getting that bamboo cutlery sent soon because I really want that for our new apartment. <laughs> okay. But... Do you, do you have any final words to our listeners? <laughs> um, 
that Lauren is amazing and you guys should, oh my you guys should <laughs> definitely give her that five stars on her podcast. Oh my gosh, you're too kind. Everybody has to go give five stars to Anne Y because she's Annie's great. Annie is incredible. <laughs> we we need to just like take a vacay, like a mini like staycation or something together at some point. Something chill. Yeah. Something fun. A little getaway. A little girls weekend maybe. Yes, we should. But thank you so much again. This was so nice. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'll be linking everything in the show notes. So I'll see you guys next week, Rookie Gang. Bye.